What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I drink some beer and talk some football. We'll share our thoughts on week two and give our picks for week three. Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Oh, oh, juicy one. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple delicious brews being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Yep. Joining me, as per usual, from Portland, Mr. 503. Patrick Mahomes just revised his deal with the Chiefs to include $210 million and a free donut with every trip to the grocery store. Call that a restructured coin tract. Oh, what up, coin? Refusing to put it in cruise canole. He's got bigger and better bets. Oh, what up? No. That was maybe your best one to date. (laughs) That was phenomenal. You know, I went, you know, for probably many months, I went away from trying to, you know, make make plays on words with coin because it's much harder than null. But, you mm-hmm. know, I'm back. So I figured let's let's give it a spin. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. You've okay. got this really good breath and depth and breadth of uh, bald jokes, short jokes. Yeah, for a while, it was pretty much just bald every time. <laughs> yeah. And then now I'm just really branching out a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, how you doing, coin? I'm doing great, man. Um, you know, just living it up. Kind of, unfortunately, you'll, you'll find out. I did not have time to go to the, the store and get a good beer. I'm oh, okay. heading out, heading out for the next five days, be in Austin, Tejas. Mm, okay, well, why don't you just tell me what shitty beverage you are drinking, then? I have for you. It's kind of, kind of my beer of choice on the weekdays. I have a Stella Artois. Oh, okay. I believe I've had it on the pod at least a few times. Um, it's funny because I really dislike strongly Heineken and Rolling Rock. I think they're both quite bad, yeah. but I really like Stella's. I like, you know, skunky beers usually aren't for me, but this one's pretty damn good. Do you remember if you, on in Parched Madness, if you uh, liked Stella or if it's grown yeah, on you since then? Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I've remember. always been kind of a Stella guy. Yeah, Stella's like we, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know if tropes is the right word. Is a trope like a characteristic or a stereotype sort of i guess it's it's something mm. that they do in writing whatever yeah. let's just go with stereotype i guess but there's a like a bunch of old superintendents like construction superintendents that do and say a lot of the same things that we work with and uh we tend to say that they drink stella that that's usually their drink of choice because they think mm. it's like fancier than drinking like bud light or whatever and uh but that's I, fair. I don't dislike Stella, but I, that's just what it makes me think of. So it's like a stigma. Yeah, maybe a stigma, but it's true though. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, how is that Stella tasting? It's, uh, del- it's tasty. It's, it's delicious. It's nice, and it, like you said, it's it's really not that much fancier than like a Bud Light is. Maybe a half step, half measure above yeah. it. Yeah, um, a little but more it's flavor. It drinks like a light beer to me. Yeah, which I like. You know, sure. you can drink six of them and not feel that bad. Okay. I get behind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you drinking? No, what do you got? You're, I like your can. I can already tell you went. And it's a nice one. I did. I did. Yeah. I'm just putting effort in all over the place here. I had to make up for mm-hmm. my shitty picks last week. So this one is called the Vox Pilsner. It's got like a mm-hmm. mountain 
sand dune that's like sucking in wind or maybe blowing wind. To me, it looks like it's sucking wind. I don't, you know. It's, it sure it's, does. It looks like it a Kirby like move, you know. In. It's sucking something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a nice can. It is a label. You can't really tell. It's, it's, a, it's a nice label as far as labels go, but it is a label. Okay. Um, Vox. I don't know what Vox is. Does Vox mean something? Vox you know? is like the prefix for voice, I believe, in Latin, but I don't know. Maybe that's okay. like the mountains are talking. Maybe they're singing. Maybe they're talking. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I don't know, but it's a cool looking can, and it's Miskatonic Brewing Company out of um, Darien, Illinois, and uh, mm. it's pretty pretty solid beer. It's a uh, pilsner. Uh, it's in the name. A pils. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I can get behind. Yeah, I like the can. I like. I like. Sometimes you like just like a little simple can. It kind of gives you like Arabian Nights kind of feels. Right. It reminds me probably because it has some uh, you know similar looks to the big. Cave that swallows Aladdin. Yeah, there's like a panther it's a cave, mountain or with a face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't look like that, but kind of reminds you of it a little bit. So. Reminiscent for sure. Um. Okay. What else you got for beers, Coin? Uh, fun weekend of beers, Noel. Oh. Actually, oh. Uh, other fellow listener Nate Heinrichs oh, came to yes. town to surprise other one of our other six listeners, Graham Bogomil. <laughs> One third of our listeners were together. Yeah, exactly. Hanging with you, exactly. And, and same. Um, it was supposed to be a surprise, but unfortunately, Graham's kitchen kind of flooded because of his refrigerator, and so Nate had to ruin it by telling Graham not to get a contractor. And so we spent all Saturday fixing uh, Graham's floor. We did the flooring at his house, and uh, it was kind of cheap, cheap uh, flooring, and it was kind of a bitch. But it was fun to hang out. I will say, it's like. It's similar because Nate is a contractor, like knows how to do this stuff. It felt like I was just working with my dad and he was just like, all right, here, son, now go cut this. That's what we would do. I was just running back and forth. <laughs> okay, interesting. I didn't realize that. Uh, that how, much, so what, how much time did you spend doing that? Probably like eight hours, 10 hours maybe. Holy shit. Okay. I probably drank like eight beers during that. So I was doing pretty good. <laughs> okay, good. And you sang some karaoke. Uh, was that the night before or the night of? Yeah, night before. Sorry. Night before. Night, night that Nate got in. Um, we went out on the town. Um, you'll love it. I think I sent a Snapchat of it. So Graham is all excited that there's a new speakeasy in, um, in Oregon City, the, the bustling metropolis that is Oregon City. <clears throat> so we okay. get to this place. He's such a hipster. And there's, and there's, and there's a guy... It's, you have to go into this other restaurant that I've been to, and you go down the stairs, and then there's a guy coming out, and uh, he's like, well, the password's on the wall, and it's like this picture, and there's like a lock thing. He's like, I'm not going to tell you where it is, but it's somewhere, and he like points at the piece of paper, and in the first line of this piece of paper, it just says, something, something, 2292 pound, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> thank you for making us really reach for this one. Whoa. There was no like uh, quiz or uh, no, puzzle no, no, or no, anything. No, no. no, not remotely. Um, so we opened that, and it was this big door, like picture frame, which is pretty cool. Uh, so that we popped that open, and then we get inside, and it's kind of busy. And um, we find this seat over in the corner, and the waitress is pretty nice. She comes over, she's like, cool, we'll get you guys sorted. We get like five minutes. Comes and uh, finally hands us the menus and then like 10 more minutes and then asks for our drinks. Um, and we're like, oh, we all ordered just like pretty big. I ordered like basically what was their old fashioned. That was at like the top of their list. Yeah. And then we got some of the uh, brisket nachos because we were just feeling a little snacky. And that's on the menu. looked really good. 
This was at probably like 8.15 already, so it's been, we've probably been there for 15 minutes at this point. Um, about 20 minutes later, she comes back and she's like, good news, bad news. She's like, bad news, they're out of the brisket nachos, good news, they're making your drinks. 20 more minutes go by, we just have not heard anything from anybody. Oh we have God. been there for 45 plus minutes already and we have not even, we don't even have water. We have oh nothing in front of us. Oh. And so Nate's like, I'm ready to fucking leave. Like, we're both starving. I am so hungry at this point. <clears throat> and then this lady comes up. She's like, hey, guys, how you doing? Like, you want some drink? We're like, well, we've been waiting for drinks for a while. I think we're going to take off. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Give me two minutes. And she goes back to the bar, and she's, like, pleading with them or whatever. Ten to 15 more minutes go oh by. We God. just don't. We're just like, let's get up. Let's go. So we never, We like, looks like they're finally, like, maybe putting our drinks down to this lady, and we just walk out. Like, I'm so upset at this point. I've never had that bad of service before, ever. That is atrocious. I've never had to walk out. Um... But then, so we go to this next place, uh, and we're like, all right, cool, it's Oregon, everywhere serves food, we get in there, and we're like, oh, sweet, we're going to get some food and get a couple pictures going, play some golden tea. She's like, sweet, and then we tell her what we want, she's like, oh my god, you know what, our kitchen's closed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh good. (laughs) So, So we we ended up getting a basket of fries and some fried pickles. Oh, good. And uh, we drank like three pitchers and played golden tea. And then uh, we actually made it to the next bar and they still had wings on. So oh, we each ate a, had an order of wings, played some pool. And then Nate and I sang Family Tradition. I didn't recognize, I don't know that song. So, you know. It's I uh, Hank a Williams Jr. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a pretty good song. Good. Kind, of, kind of like a growing up road tripping song that would come on in the car when I was with Tommy Boy. Yeah. Um, but it was a pretty fun night. We ended up getting pretty sauced. Nate, I felt he obviously has been up for a long time at this point, and towards the end of the night, he was pretty cooked, as were we all. Yeah, I would so, imagine. I would have to yeah. imagine. As He's also a dad, so not, not doing a lot of uh, heavy drinking these days. No, nah, he's a responsible adult, so. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty good. He did have a note that uh, we can go fuck ourselves for hating on Zach Bryan, specifically me. So. Oh, he did? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, which you know well, noted. In in fairness to Nate, like he's been into like folky stuff for a while. Like he's real into um, totally. who's the band that came to see here, Lumineers and Camp, and like yeah. Zach Bryan's got some Camp vibes a little bit, you know, a little folky. So uh, I I won't say that Nate's in the same group of people who just up and decided to like Zach Bryan without having liked anything similar to him prior to that. Yes, I. I think that was my point as well. I was like, I'm not even saying his music is bad. No. It's, no. It's pretty good. Like, I've listened yeah. to a couple songs. It's yeah. fun. He's good. It's not really for me, which I totally get. It's yeah. not my genre of music. Kind of like Billy it's more so the constant posting of Zach Bryan. Right, exactly. People just think they're cool. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, that's it for my beers, though. What do you got, Noel? Um, I took a quick little trip back to Big Fork. So, had the typical. I had the airport beers on the way. Uh, was back for a wedding. Shouts. Trey McKenzie had a very nice wedding, so a lot of former Big Fork High grads, um, many that I hadn't seen in a while, and that was nice. Katie was at another wedding in Idaho, so I was going stag. So I could really let loose, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by that? Uh, Yeah. No, I actually, I got to a really good level of drunk, I would say. Like, not black, but like very blurry, very blurry getting home, but definitely remember my ride home. That's just par for the course, though. 
Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Um, we did play some beer pong at the after party and obviously dominated. So, you know, Duh. no big deal. Yeah. Duh. That's all, I don't really have any like uh, big stories or anything. It's always nice to go home. But I similar to Nate, I did a you know thirty six hour trip, so kind of sucks. But what can you do? But what can you do? And we'll you talk know? football in a minute. But uh, I did watch uh, my Commanders while on the plane, so that Let's was go. an interesting experience. But yeah, they won. Anything else for beers, Coin? No, that's it. No. Let's rock off some um, week two recap action. Uh, listeners, I don't know if we mentioned this, but at kind of our plan uh, for this season, because I'm sure you care a lot, is uh, we're going to kind of alternate weeks of doing some fun non-football related things. And then on the, I guess, odd number of weeks, we're basically just going to give you our picks and, and head out. So that's what yeah. we're doing today. We're going to talk a little football and then, uh, and then go. So week yeah, two. Nice short pod. Is coming on your thoughts, Cohen? Uh, my first thought is that you have big boogie on your mustache. But oh, can you see it? You got it. Yeah, you got it. Oh, got okay. It. I was going to say, I thought I felt it. I could feel it in um, my nose. My thoughts are that the commies and the Falcons are among the remaining nine undefeated teams. And who would have thought we were going to be here? It's fantastic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It feels so good, Cohen. It feels great. Especially, especially your win this week was just both of our wins were actually awesome. Really awesome. Double. Uh, were you guys were down two scores at one point, right? Or or no? Yep. Just, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you guys down two scores. Or we're down three scores. Big old comeback. Solid finishes. You know, clutch finishes. Unless Tough. you want to say that giving up a hail mary and potentially losing the game was not clutch. I would agree with that. Uh, <laughs> That's <but> fair. Very <laughs> exciting thing. Yeah. Yes. Completely agree. Um, we saw the Chiefs. Pulled one out against the Jags. I mean, the Jags are a tough team, so it was notably going to be close, and I think it bodes well that their defense held them to nine points because the Jags' offense is nothing to scoff at. But I do think that there is a lot of things to figure out for that Chiefs offense, and I was hoping to find a way to bet on that later today, but I couldn't find any props to combine with with the Chiefs. So, What do you mean? Like I was gonna do the as similar to what you were doing the get right game. I was I was planning on doing a big. Oh, you think they're gonna get passing right? yards? Like, yeah, oh, I, I gotcha. They, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's early in the week, so there's not a lot of player props available yeah, just yet. Exactly. So, yeah, I got you. Um, what else we got? Bills taking care of business, just putting the fucking beat down on the Take Raiders. They was, did get right. Unfortunately, I uh, should have thrown them instead of the Giants in my get right parlay. But yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well. Yeah, Bills looked awesome. Um, notably that the, the Cardinals are not bad. Like they, they show some signs where you're like, holy shit, like this team is not that horrible. There is no way to describe what happened other than that was a blatant tank at the end of that game. Right. It's weird because to me, I don't It's not like I watched every play of that game and you know that the players themselves are not going to tank. So the only way that this would work is if like the play calling was deliberately like bad and that would make sense though because it's not like you just had pick sixes and crazy horrible plays it was just like cardinals three and out giants nice drive for a touchdown cardinals three and out nice drive for a touchdown so it's just like the methodical thing that in theory i guess the coaches could have been sabotaging it by you know calling bad plays but it, it seems hard to believe that a team was just thoroughly dominating and then all of a sudden just couldn't do anything for an entire half. And it wasn't even like all that close at the end, I feel like. It was like Giants no. had a solid win. Insane. Yeah. 20 to nothing. 
Yeah, the uh, it's it's similar to the South Park baseball episodes where the teams have perfected losing, and you know, and they're like hitting the ball directly into people's gloves. Felt a lot like that. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals and Rams both were horrendous last year. And uh, the year before that, they both were, well, the Rams won the Super Bowl and the Cardinals, I think, were like 8-0 or something. Like they had a crazy good start. So it's kind of like last year was just like some, I don't know, aberration um, where they, mm-hmm. they kind of felt. And now they're kind of leveling back out to where showing the actual talent. Because I, I thought the Car- these would be two of the worst teams in the league. And they're, they're solid teams. They're not going to beat many people, especially yeah. when Kyler's not in. But they're not that bad. I agree. I do. St- I still think, obviously, because of this mentality, like the the Cardinals will end up finishing with three wins, probably sure. maybe yeah. four. Right. But the Rams are a competitive team. Right. The that Rams are going to get some a, wins. Not a bad team. They they played hard against the Niners. They probably there's a few ways that breaks. Maybe they win one out of ten, two out of ten, whatever it is. It's not a bad team at all. Did um, unbelievable job by McVay to kick that field goal for the cover. Just like the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I sent you that video. I don't know if you watched it. Graham said he watched it. But this video from like 1999 where the tiebreakers for the Packers and the Panthers to get into the playoffs came down to point differential. And they both knew that going into the last week of the season. And both teams are up by like 30 points in the fourth quarter of those games. And they're like running two-minute drill and trying to score more because they can see that the other team's scoring. Just this insane situation. So I think... Since then, they've added more tiebreakers before you get to point differential. But all that said, the reason I'm bringing this up is somebody brought up on social media that, in theory, point differential could end up being a tiebreaker to get into the playoffs. And people are like defending Sean McVay saying, you have three seconds left. There's literally no possible way for you to score 10 points in three seconds. So you might as well just take a few more points and you never know down the road what will happen. I don't know if I think that he went through that thought process, but I could I could maybe get there. You would have a tough time convincing me he did not know that the line was seven and a half or seven yeah. points the entire week. Yeah, so, you're probably right. You're probably right. He's a very very astute. Uh, person, I don't hate so. that argument though. Yeah, like I like I, and that is not out of the realm of possibilities. Like it makes sense. Like if it is coming into play at some point, you might as well score as many points as you can. The other side of things is like you said, he knows the spread. Do you think there may be, because gambling has become so mainstream, there may be a time when we're looking at best coaches of all time and maybe looking at their record against the spread, like comparing? Like, not to say that that's the end-all, be-all, that's what defines the best coach, but that's a nice, sort of a nice way to say, okay, he had an undermatched team, but he was always kind of overachieving a little bit. I mean, I know it doesn't really necessarily work that way because they might be underdogs because he's a shitty coach, but... You know, you never know. You could say down, maybe he's looking after his legacy, right? It's another game that right. he covered or another game that he pushed. So that's that's yeah. also true. Yeah. Could be, could be. Why not? I mean, anyway. you should de- they should definitely consider when you win as an underdog, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's usually because you have a good coaching job. So anyway, but that's yes, true. that was an incredible gambling moment after you desperately needed the Giants to win, and right after they take oh the lead. Oh my God! What a I go. Yeah, hey, that- hey, by the way, the Rams covered. <laughs> Oh my God. The Giants, I had so many things tied to. Just mm-hmm. they were like the number one pick in my this this pick and pool I do every week that I came close to winning semi. 
Uh, and then our loser pool that we're in, just I picked the Cardinals to lose last week, and being out week two because the Cardinals laid 30 points on the Giants would have been horrendous. Tough, me. tough in week two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what about you, Noel? Any other thoughts? That you missed? Um, just, uh, I mean, yeah, huge win by the Mandos. Shouts to the Mandos and the Cuns. Uh, very excited about that. Sam Howell, I'd mention just this to you. He might be good. He looked, I mean, Sam listen. Howell good. Every, everybody has a big... I remember last year, week one, Carson Wentz looked pretty awesome. Like, he was throwing dimes. So, like, okay, you can't just take a game or two. But uh, just if you just watch the entire game, he made really good throws. He was, you know, he doesn't get um, really frazzled by mistakes and things. So, we'll see. I'm encouraged by Sam Howe. I told our buddy Graham that I would not trade Sam Howe for Justin Fields straight up. And I stand by that because I we're starting to... Th- kind of know what Justin Fields is and nobody has any idea yep. what Sam Howell is. So crazy. Thought. I, think, I think there's a distinction as we say, I wouldn't go as far as saying Sam Howell in gooned. No, but I would say he's good. <laughs> no, of course let's not get ahead of yeah. ourselves there. Uh, and then we should, we'd be remiss, remiss if we didn't say the bears are horrible. They're bears are really, really bad. Really bad. I, um, <laughs> Oh my God. Just told Katie, I got a free ticket to a box seat to a bears game in a couple of weeks. It's bears and Broncos. And those might be the two worst teams in the league. I know the Broncos <laughs> just put up awesome. 30 points against commanders, but it was kind of a, like they had two bombs in the first half that, you know, after yeah. that Russell looked terrible. Their defense looked terrible. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not a great game. Bears are bad. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. Graham sent us that uh, the Bears have not won a football game since last October 20th, which is brutal. Like, it's brutal. <laughs> I've been through some bad stretches and some bad losses, but at least there's a couple wins in there, even if they're ugly wins. <laughs> like, yeah, I watched football with Graham on Sunday. And <laughs> he looks very defeated. It's miserable. Just, at least our sad. teams, like last year, like are competitive and do some fun things to watch and still lose, but not the Bears. They're not yeah. good. Um, on that same note, I would say Bears, Broncos, Cardinals, Texans, Panthers are just absolute toast. No chance that they make a run. The other 0-2 teams, Bengals, Chargers, Patriots, Vikings, like hanging on by a thread, but we'll kind of get to this in our picks. Um, some... A stat that's probably everyone's seen already, but I'll throw out a stat about 0-3 teams. Um, and then my my last thought is just that, like, I think going in, we thought the AFC was way, way better than the NFC. And the AFC looks way worse than we thought, and the NFC looks way better. Yeah. You got the only two teams in the AFC that are looking close to or as good or better than we thought are Miami and Baltimore, I would say. And Baltimore, yeah. like, they've looked solid. I wouldn't say they've been, like, crazy good. Um, yeah. Everybody else has been either disappointing or what we thought. And then in the NFC, it's the opposite, right? You got our teams. You got um, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners look like the three best teams in the league. You got the Rams, Saints, and Bucks all 2 0. So uh, interesting. NFC looking, looking very solid compared to the AFC. Yeah. The Rams are not 2 0, but the other ones are, yes. Sorry. You're right. I apologize. Saints and Bucks are Rams, but Rams only lost by seven yes. to maybe the best team and, and beat Seattle. So anyway, that's, yeah. uh, that's all my thoughts. Um, no rebuttals. No, re- no rebuttals. Okay, coin. Let's get into the bookie show. Ooh, bookie show. Um, some recap from last week. Some notes. Um, coin did talk us out of the uh, under on Thursday night, unfortunately. So we did lose our teaser once again. I, I screwed us the first week, I think. So we're even. Um, my bets were terrible. 
Josh Allen fell short by 14 yards in a huge blowout. That was a bummer. And then the Giants, the Giants did get pissed and get right like I thought they would, but it took them an yep. entire half or, you know, two and a half quarters, unfortunately, and too little yep. too late. So, um, and then you, you mentioned the pick'em pool. Well, I have a pick'em pool that I did win. And I picked 14 out of the 16 games correctly, and the two losers were the two games that went to overtime, which is pretty incredible. And somehow I lost all my bets. So I guess That's that just amazing. means That's I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible. I didn't lose. I, I won one bet, and that was Steelers and Falcons. But that uh, it's it's really hard to do. Yeah. That's why parlays are dumb. Yeah. But we're gonna keep doing. Them. <laughs> so oh, obviously. Recap. Last week, Noel was one in three. I lost forty nine dollars on a hundred bucks wagered. So for the year, I'm four and four. I'm still up thirty eight dollars. We'll take it. We'll take it. Nice little parlay. Yep. Coin did much better. Three and two on his five picks. Um, up twenty nine bucks. And uh, so for the year, you're six and three, and you're up eighty two dollars. Hey. Um, combo um, bets. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You can say the combo message. Um, we, again, once again, did not do a parlay, but I'm just going to go ahead and say we're going to lose it because I did that the other way last week. So we're going to say we were 0-2 and, and uh, minus yeah. 50. So we are $9 in the hole on our combo bets, uh, which yeah. puts us, though, plus $111 as a team. Let's go. Back in the bookie show. Very profitable. I did not give this out last week, but I have can't stop talking about it. I did, in fact, hit a 17 money line parlay culminating with the Steelers on Monday night. Uh, that was the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Falcons, Cowboys, Dolphins, and Steelers. That is plus 3,749, 37-to-1 parlay. The, the best of my life, by far. You sent me a screenshot of it when you placed it, and even though I picked every single one of those teams to win in my pick em, and I thought to myself, like, that could happen... I just kind of shook it off in my mind. It didn't like register for me. And then throughout the day and throughout the week, you're going like, oh, I'm close to hitting this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not really thinking much of it. And you even told me like the swing and what your balance would be. And like yeah. until the end of the night last night, like, and you're like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like one bet swung your entire, you know, bets <laughs> like 200%. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, you hit a 37 to 1 parlay? That's like really good. That's really yeah. good. So, I, uh, unfortunately, it was only five bucks, but still, I mean, it took me from, uh, similar to Noel's saying, I, I won these pod bets, but I did not do awesome in real life fantasy, or uh, real life gambling. And right. then, uh, yeah, this one took me from losing 100 to winning 95 or whatever. So that was fucking Incredible. Sweet. That's what it's all about, coin. I'm really Didn't even hedge. Just fucking laid my sack on the table. Let's go. Well done. Your great sack you've got there. Thank you. All right. We'll start with Thursday. Shit, I forgot to write down the line, but I think it's uh, Niners at Giants minus 10. Over under is like 44. Is that right? 44 and a half. 44 and a half. Okay. Is it at Giants? Yeah. Niners. Uh, That's a good question. Let me see. Let's see. Giants. 10 feels like a lot on the road. It is at San Francisco. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. You are correct. What's your thoughts? Thoughts, Noel. I'll let, uh, you, I'll let you have the you first You want me pass. to go? I mean, yeah. the, the Giants obviously looked much friskier in the second half last week. 
that said, I think they still have a lot of problems. And they also lost their best player, um, maybe not necessarily most important player, but best player, I'd say Saquon is. And uh, the, the Niners are very, very, very good. So I would just go ahead and tease them down to four. Um, if we wanted to lay a little more juice and get them down to three, I, could, I would be okay with that too. We could look at that. But four would be okay with me. And then uh, I'd probably go under here, I would say. I think the Giants are going to struggle to score points, especially without Saquon Barkley against a very, very good defense. And... Uh, I don't know. The Niners could go get 40 on these guys, so maybe that's a bad idea. But 50 seems like a lot of points. Yeah, I had I had the over, but I'm willing to go under as well. It's like this is one that I do think that this is going to be one where you could hit it both ways. I think it'll settle right in that 41, 42 range. For both of our teasers so far, it's been the over-under that's killed us, right? Because I think we had Lions. You talked us into Lions the first week, but we got we didn't get the over. And then last week... We got the well. I think either side hits for Eagles Vikings, but the the we definitely need the over. So let's see if yeah. we can nail an, an under for once. We'll go. Uh, n- you just want to go minus 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 four? Is it cool with you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Under so we'll fifty and a half. Juice. Fifty and a half. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. What's your first pick, Coin? I will happily lead us off, Noel. I think you know where I'm going. I'll even let you have that as your underdog if you want it. <clears throat> I'm not taking it. Unbelievable disrespect to these feisty cuns out of Atlanta. It's true. The it's line true. to start the week, which I got it at, so I'm taking it at here. I, you should. Okay. I agree. Yeah, you have it. It's you have proof the line of it. opened for Atlanta at Detroit at plus four and a half. Absurd. Yeah. Absurd line. Yeah. It's settled in. I think it's getting closer to three now, but this team, this team is can run all over anybody, and their defense is a lot. A lot more frisky than people are still like. I mean, everybody you have this image burn in your brain of the Falcons from the last 15 years. I understand it. But we've got playmakers in the secondary. A.J. Terrell and Jesse Bates are both really good. Um, our defensive line struggles to get home still, but I think we can make some moves around there. And I, I do think we kind of neutralize the best part of this, this Lions um, front seven just by being able to run the ball every which way. So... I'm with you. I think four and a half was a very disrespectful line. Obviously, the the public has now pushed that back the other way. Um, I I think there is a scenario where, um, you know, the Lions do get hot. I agree that the Falcons' D is a little better than they thought. I think there's still a chance they go. Like, can can the Falcons put up 30? I'd like to see them put up 30. That's all. See, this was was what I was saying to you, too, was my only concern is that we have a few games in here. We have a very easy schedule. We do have a few games in there, like, make one mistake and we're down 14-0 early. Like, I don't know if we have the firepower. I think we could get 30 if we needed to. Bijan is so good. Like, I think your strategy, so if you if you go down, it's just screen passes and then let him make a bunch of people miss. Like, well, that's the best part about him is that we throw him out in the slot. He runs like this sick little slant and it's always good for 12 yards. It's awesome. That run against the backers that I've seen a bunch of highlights of where he jukes like four dudes in a row is mm. disgusting. It is disgusting. Very pleasing. <laughs> oh Very pleasing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know, as somebody in my my home uh, fantasy league who like spent a bazillion dollars on our auction to get Bijan, especially now seeing um, Eckler, Saquon, Chubb, all these guys already hurt. So it's really just McCaffrey and Bijan are the two like top guys left. It's it's feeling even better, and just watching him is yeah. so much fun. 
the like that play you're talking about, very reminiscent of the uh, Marshawn putting Ray Lewis on skates, you mm-hmm. know, in that mm-hmm. one where he like puts the foot down and like whole body moves the other way. Oof, it's, beautiful. He's, he's very pleasing to watch. <laughs> What's okay. your first pick, Noel? I like I like the pick. I'm gonna go Commanders. Yes, versus Bills. No, yes. No, no, no. Commanders versus Bills. I'm taking over 44 and a half in that game. Nice. That's a good one. Um, maybe it's it's definitely a recency bias. We just threw up 35, and I know the Bills are better than the Broncos, but Bienemy's got our offense clicking. Like we're you know running well, we're passing well. Um, I think we had some unfortunate like we had the, the scoop and score against us against the Cardinals, and so we only had 20 points against them. But I'm liking our offense. I don't think the Bills are, like, stacked on defense necessarily. And obviously the Bills got it figured out on offense. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think both these teams are in the 20s in this game at least. Um, I mean, I think there's a chance that maybe it's 28-17 or something the Bills beat us, but that would still be slightly over the, the number. Guess what? So. That's the over. Guess what? We hit it by half a point. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm going for points. We are six-and-a-half-point dogs at home. That's I don't know. If, I think that's disrespectful. I think it is. I the, think so, too. The 2-0 and o commies to the 1-1 one and one Bills. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's probably a point high. Probably yeah. it should have been like a five point, like four and a half. Five and a half. I'd be a little better five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I like this pick. Okay. Uh, I also will be going for an over. Okay. Uh, an over in a game including a team that I was recently just really shitting on how much I hated their offense and okay. how big, how bad I think Bryce Young is. Oh. Okay. Uh, the Seahawks Panthers over under is only 42 points. That's not high enough. The, the Seahawks could comfortably get 30-something on their own. Like, that is no problem. Gino is slinging the thing. I'm trying to figure out. What did you guys put up against um, the Panthers in week one? 24. That's pretty good. I'm going to say, like, because that, that game last night was, like, 6-3 to three until the fourth quarter. So, I didn't know. Maybe yeah. does Panthers maybe have some dudes The Panthers' defense? defense isn't that bad. <laughs> okay. Their defense... Brian Burns is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I, I don't know. I just think that the Seahawks kind of found something last week against the Lions. Maybe they keep it rolling. And I actually, you know, Bryce had a drive late. I understand that the, the Saints are basically just playing prevent defense. But he kind of, he made a couple throws where I was like, okay, you see things. You're, you're seeing it more. I, I do wish that he would sow, like, any amount of emotion on the field. But uh, it feels like there's something there. And he could get, maybe he throws, like, two or three touchdowns this week, and that's all they really need to do because the Seahawks are going to hang 28 to 34 on their head. Yeah. Yeah, Seahawks, Geno got it going, which was nice to see. And uh, yep. they still – they might get one of their tackles back. I mean, they threw up 37 with both backup tackles last week. I think Detroit's yep. defense is still uh, a problem and not in, in the good way. Yes. Um, yeah, no, actually, I, I stared at that one for a while, and I was leaning over, so I, I'm with you on that. Nice. What do you got? Um, this one's like kind of a funky one because again, I'd like to. I have a prop that I'm pretty sure I want to bet, but I don't know what the line's going to be. Um, so I'm going to throw it out there, and I'm going to throw it contingent on the line being at a certain spot. And if it does not end up there, I'll give you a backup pick. Okay. I'd like to go with DeAndre Swift under rushing yards. Um, mm. I think everyone's all hyped on him running for like 175 last week. Um, he's the, he's going to be the guy. He's back. You know, he would show this with the Lions. Two reasons, actually several reasons why I think he 
gets stymied. Number one, um, the Eagles have always been known to do this. The minute you think you know who their starter is, they give Boston Scott 15 carries. Yeah. Um, Boston Scott's still there. Rashad Penny's still there. And so if Gainwell comes back, now all of a sudden you got another committee. I know everybody's saying, oh, it's his job to lose now. He's going to take it. I wouldn't be so sure. They like to spread it out. You sure that's, about, that's one you reason. Sure about that? You sure about that? Number two, they're playing the Bucks. The Bucks have currently allowed 108 yards rushing this season. Oh. Pretty good. Second in the league to the Eagles. So it doesn't seem like there's probably going to be a lot of running room in this game. Um, for for context, do you know who the worst team against the run in the league has been? Uh, I assume the Chargers. Somehow, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst rush defense wow. in the league. They've given up 386 rushing yards. What? Uh, oh, that's, they played the Niners week one who rushed for like, what, 240 or something like that? Yeah, that's and then crazy. the Browns still had yeah shitload that yesterday too, so... Um, so anyway, I just think the Bucks will stymie Swift a little bit. Um, so I feel like the line's going to be around 50. It may be, I'm, I'm hoping it could be higher. It could be 75. If it's 50 or higher, I'm, I'm rolling the dice. I'm going. Oh, I, 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 I thought you were going to say like a hundred. So I was like, there's no way it's a hundred. I bet the line is 74. If it is fantastic. I, 50 makes me nervous, but if it's 75, I'll be thrilled. If the line's 45, I'm bailing. And because I was looking at some other like typical lines and like, like Alexander Madison last week was 45. So like, eh, it might be that low. If it's that low, I'm just going to go ahead and take Eagles minus five there because I think, uh, again, they're going to start to figure their shit out. And Tampa, Tampa looks feisty, but they're still Baker. It's still Baker. Seeing it's Eagles. So they just got to win by six. I think that they'll handle that. Nice. Yeah. I like both those picks. Kay. I like the Swift <coughs> more than the six, I think. Okay. But I will also be including the Eagles in my next bet, which is another money line parlay, and that is the Eagles, Cowboys, and Ravens. It's the Bucks, Cards, and Colts, all to or to beat all those three teams, and that is plus one nineteen on the money line. The Cowboys unfortunately look like the real deal, and then they're playing this team again that wants to lose. They do not want to win games. Uh, the Ravens are going against. Possibly a Minshew-led Colts team, so that does make me a little nervous, just in case. But I, I do think that Lamar is is due for just a breakout running game. He's due for eighty yards and a touchdown or two, and just you know stepping on the throat at some point. Uh, I really like the way they put away the Bengals at the end. You know, Lamar had like a twelve-yard rush and then an eight-yard rush to get they got two first downs, and that's how they ran out the clock. It's beautiful. And then, of course, like you just said, Eagles and Bucks. So plus one nineteen Lamar. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. I, I agree that the Colts, for whatever reason, just make me a little nervous. I think the past couple of years, Lamar and the Ravens have been known to throw a stinker out. That, uh, But they've looked solid. And, you know, yeah, I, I don't know who I'd rather... Who Are you more scared of Minshew than Richardson? Like, you, th- you more no, confident? No, I'm more okay. scared of Richardson, okay. honestly. All right, all right. Okay, I don't hate that. Um, I'm going to take another favorite... And I'm going to take them to cover as well. I'm going to go Dolphins minus six and a half against the Broncos. Mm. This is just a straight up the Broncos. I just watched them for an entire game. I think they're really bad. And I know they, we only beat them by two, but they're really bad. And the Dolphins are really good. And I think... Um, Quite good. The, I'm, not, I'm not breaking news here. There's a lot of people that say like Russell Wilson might be on a short leash. And so, you know, they get blown out by 40 points here and then it's 
Jarrett Stidham time or something. I could see that happening. Um, be kind of awesome. I kind I think this line's a little low. I think like the people are given. I don't know why people are given respect. Like Broncos with Russell Wilson are what five and five right. and thirteen. Yeah, and they Miami looks like the best the team in the league. Right? So like, why is this six and a half? Like it feels to me, and maybe I'm getting this is a sucker bet, but this feels like a, like an eight and a half nine line to me. Like the best team in the league versus one of yeah. the worst. I don't know. It feels low. So maybe I'm the sucker, but I'm gonna go ahead and fall for it, and I'm taking minus six and a half. Yeah, it it is odd that the team that just beat the Chargers and then Patriots both away yeah. is is only favored by less than a touchdown against the team that lost to the Raiders, who just got blown out by the Bills. Yeah, and, I know, and, I know. In the commies, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so it's fishy. So I'm taking it. Okay, like it. Uh, I have a fun little prop here. Um, I do. We were just talking earlier about how the, the Vikings and the Chargers game it sucks because I don't want either of these teams to be zero and three. It's a bummer. I know. Um, either. Obviously, Kirky is our guy, Duh. our main guy, and I like the Chargers team. They're a fun team. They have a lot of dudes, and yeah. they should be good. And it sucks because I think their coach is really horrible. Like he's a bad coach. Yeah. I'm gonna take a semi anti Kirky bet. Okay. Kirky has had a lot of trouble holding on to the ball this year. I'm taking first drive result Minnesota Vikings to be a fumble lost at plus 1,400. Wow. Wow. That's tasty. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That just hurts my heart rooting, for, rooting against Kirky. Yeah, I know. I was also like all hyped on Alexander Madison, and he's terrible. So that that one hurts. <laughs> I threw some I threw some season long so props bad. on him. Yeah, I know, I know. I was wrong about that one. Um, I the the thing about um, that game is that when sometimes I just like to picture what I think the headlines and like the media is doing after the game, and I'm picturing <laughs> Vikings fall to zero and three, and everyone just like piles on about how last year was such a fluke. And, like, they say, okay, Herbert is going to get them back in it. Like, I I guess I could see Chargers 0-3, sky is falling, but I, I much more lean towards Vikings being 0-3, sadly. I and think I, I do, too. as someone who's supporting several Vikings on several fantasy teams, I, I hope they – I told you this. Like, God, if there's – there may be a, a scenario where they, like, shut down Jefferson later in the year or they start – having thoughts about getting rid of Kirky. Who knows? You know, if like last year was like their peak, if they start to go last year was as the best we could ever do with Kirk. So let's, let's move on. Granted, I still think he's like top 12 quarterback in the league. So I think the smart thing is to just keep chugging along if I was them, but people get antsy sometimes. Would be, would be kind of sick for the Vikings to trade Kirky and just tank and then put Caleb Williams with Justin Jefferson. That would be sick as well if they're zero and three and just say fuck it. Do they? Is he yeah. go to the Jets? Damn. Maybe probably. What are the what are the what are the Vikings ask for? I don't know. And is it just a one year and then we're bringing Rodgers back next year and then Kirky's a free agent? I don't know. I don't know what his Kirk deal signs is either. With the Falcons. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Maybe what if the Falcons go? Hey, we're three and zero. We just beat Detroit. But we don't think Ritter's the guy. Let's go get Kirky and fucking make a run at this thing. That would be kind of sick. That would be sick. I wouldn't want to give up much. Let's go get known playoff performer Kirk Cousins. (laughs) 
<laughs> and make a Super Bowl run. Ricky, uh, how well can you hand off this ball? <laughs> Let's see it, buddy. Uh, okay, uh, tasty fourteen hundred plus fourteen hundred bet. Um, yep. I might have a fourth pick, but I need to know if you're going to talk me out of it because I know okay. you would definitely go the other way on this bet. We kind of mentioned it earlier. So right now, Monday night, the Bengals are minus one and a half against the Rams. Now, Correct. as I mentioned to you two days ago, that line was six and a half. So clearly, it's just it's looking like Burrow might not play. Here's my question. If Burrow was playing, even slightly compromised Burrow, would you still want Rams plus one and a half? Like, so it, let's just say if Burrow plays at his current state, if he plays, that line moves again, right, to probably three and a half, four? Yeah. And what would you, what, what would you take in that scenario? If it was one and a half? Yeah. If I'd you knew Bengals. Burrow was playing, you'd want Bengals, right? If I knew, yeah. So to me, and the other thing is, isn't one of the reasons or maybe the biggest reason that they've sucked the first two weeks is because Burroughs sucked? Is that true? Right. I don't know that it's, maybe it's the line's fault, but I kind of think he's been bad. So the logic is the backup, so, and they've kind of been in, well, they weren't in the Browns game, but they were in that Ravens game to some extent, right? They kind of made some plays. Right. So... The Bengals are definitely more talented team than the Rams. They're at home. Is there a scenario where their backup beats the Rams? I say, yeah, there is. I don't think Who's like backup? if I knew. Um, <laughs> well, it's Jake Browning at UW. Okay. Former Heisman don't candidate. Love it. You know what I just read don't though? Love it. Before I came mm. up with this idea for this pick, Jake Browning has not completed a pass in a regular season game in the NFL. So um, that's problem but we've seen this before this would not be the first time a guy comes in out of nowhere and wins a game i'm just saying Mm -hmm. the you know they're the most desperate team and so the the stat i was going to say that i'm sure everyone's seen everywhere is that since 2002 99 teams have started 0 and 3 only once the 2018 texans made the playoffs and even if you count the top seven seeds only one other team got to the seventh seed Meaning, even if you had the same rules now as you did for the past 20 years, only two teams out of 99 would have made a play. So 0-3 is a death wish. Like, you're not coming back from 0-3, especially Burroughs Hurt. So I also think that unless they go, we're throwing the season away, they're going to push Burrow to play, and he's going to want to play. So if I'm getting right. minus one and a half on a, on a slightly gimpy Burrow, I like that. And worst case scenario, I've got Jake Browning on a desperate team at home against a less talented team. I've talked myself into it. Am I crazy or does that, did I talk you in a little bit? I like all your logic. I think that this Bengals team is too talented probably mm-hmm. to go 0-3. Um, even, a, even a feisty Rams team, I feel like overperformed probably the first two weeks and maybe is kind of due for a little stinker here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I think they, um, maybe the Bengals can figure out how to guard Puka Nakua. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm taking it. I'm doing it. I'm going yes. Bengals minus yes. one and a half. Put it on my card. I love it. Okay. Do it. Good. I wonder if you get the confirmation, no Joe Burrow, does this move to Bengals plus? I think it does. I think it does too. But I don't think, I, I think I'm more hope, holding out hope that he plays. Like, I think they're yeah. just going to go, can you suck it up? Because guess what? If we lose this game, we're probably done this year. And you're wasting another year. You already tore your ACL one year. 
can you suck it up and can you get healthy in right. four weeks and can we go three and five and see what we could do? That's what I'm counting on. And then if he doesn't play, then okay, they got to win by two. So I'm taking okay. right now minus one and a half without knowing who's playing. I like it. Okay, it is time for Quinn. Do you have that dog in you? I feel like this that beer is giving me disgusting. <laughs> extra burps. I've been extra burpy on this beer. San for underdog picks of the week. Coin uh, and Noel back on track with the dog picks. Both hit last week. Coin, of course, hit his home. No, it was not the Falcons. You just bet them straight up. You hit the Ravens at the Bengals. Correct. Never a doubt on that one. Really nice pick. I hit the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who there was many a doubt. Many a doubt in that one. Many a uh, doubt, yeah. But, you know, the ship righted itself. The Steelers at home as dogs to the Browns. That's just, like, unacceptable. It just doesn't happen. So they win those games. Yep. That T.J. Um, Watt fumble recovery was phenomenal. It was. Just wonderful. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, I have I picked the Steelers both of the first two weeks on underdog picks, so... Uh, one and one for me, one and one for you. Both of your uh, underdogs did cover the spread, so congrats on that. Thank you. Um, it is your pick, Coin. No, I, I, you were just saying how you picked the Steelers twice in two weeks. I'm just not going away from the well here. I'm going to go ahead and take Titans money line, the plus three, plus 124. Been betting against the Browns a lot, and I'm not going to stop now. I just I don't like this team. I think they're bad. I watched Deshaun Watson is horrible. Horrible. He's, He's not, not a good quarterback. It's it's yeah. so it's so satisfying to watch him suck. Yeah. Mac Mac was just asking me, what would he have to do for people to forget about everything else? Like how good would he have to become for people to stop thinking of him as this nasty trying to get hand jobs during massage therapy guy? Like he'd have to win like two Super Bowls, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Is it even possible? I don't know that it's possible. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, first of all, through God, everything's possible. So go ahead and jot that down. <laughs> great quote, great quote. <laughs> People great forgave quote. Big Ben pretty quickly. Yeah, it was just there wasn't a lot of... Well, yeah, I don't know. It, I just don't see Kobe? that happening because he's terrible. Kobe, um, right. what else? There was one that I just had in my mind, but I can't remember it. I guess I was thinking like Carl Malone, but people didn't really like... No, I don't. It's gotten think worse. As much. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten got, worse. It's gone the other way now. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that pick coin because that was probably going to be my pick. Um, yeah, we were both on the tans. We both liked them week one. We both bet them week one. They covered Back. but lost, and then they beat uh, the Chargers last week and looked much better. Tannehill looked like I also like that one shit. and considered betting them in that one. Yeah, that's the one of the that's the one game that I picked wrong because for some reason I always let the Chargers talk me into them. So coin, I'm going with the Steelers. Let's fucking yes. do it, baby. Let's go three yes. in a row. I'm taking the Steelers as dogs. When's the last time the Steelers opened the season as uh, under? I was just three thinking the same thing. That's, that's crazy. Wild. That is wild. Um, they are on Steelers the road. Steelers play. Uh, they play Jimmy G in Las Vegas. Mm. It is plus oh, two and a half. Great pick. It's plus one twenty. Yeah. yeah, I liked the Titans, but let's just keep it rolling. Now, Kenny Pickett can't say he looked great. Now, I will say that the touchdown pass he threw to Pickens was phenomenal. It was that phenomenal. Was a great pass. He was could not have been more open, but there was some pressure. I think some he got annihilated. Okay, okay, okay. that. Yeah, so it was good. It was good. And then no one guarded George Pickens, but. 
Uh, I have faith. Let's just keep it rolling. If I can go two and one, then maybe I'll just keep betting the Steelers every time they're underdogs. Yeah, might as well. Why not? I was I picked them to make the playoffs, so they got to make a run. Love this pick. Good job, Noel. Okay, that has been our underdog picks, and that has been the bookie yeah. shoe. Underdog picks plus bookie shoe. <laughs> Noel, uh, yeah. what time is it? Uh, at the moment, it is 10.33. Right, That's time for Stumptown, inspired by the shitty show with Kobe. No. Mmm, coin. Quick stumpy for you. Okay. Earlier today, we were marveling that the Jaguars... I don't know if you saw this, anybody, any listeners online. The Jaguars have played in zero Monday night football games since 2012. Not a single one. That's wild. New Orleans Saints, surprisingly top the list, have played in 19 games. And your Washington Commies are in sixth with 16 appearances. Uh, at first glance, I was looking at the list and I was surprised to see that the Cowboys only had 11 games on Monday night football since 2012, but then realized that they are quite literally always playing on Sunday night football. So that would be hard for them to do. In fact, they have 10 more games on Sunday night football than any other team since its inception in two th- and on NBC in 2006 with 58, over three per season. That's only f- ridiculous. Yeah. Only four other teams have made an appearance more than 40 times. I'd like you to name three of the four. Sunday night you're talking, right? Yep. Okay. I got to go Green Bay. That is correct, Noel. The third most appearances with 46. And then I'm going to go New England. That is correct, Noel. The fifth most appearances with 43. And this is from since what year did it start? 2006. Okay. I'm going to go... Let's go Colts. Close, but no cigar. Indianapolis Colts in the seventh spot with 36 games. Okay. Um, let's go Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the number two spot. <sighs> oh, yes. 48 games played. Booyah, booyah. Would you like to try to get the fourth one? I'll give it one guess, and that guess will be... Baltimore. Baltimore, not in the top 10, surprisingly. Dang it. Uh, 26 games played. I think if you had thought about it a little harder, you probably would have gotten there. Got to think about the Cowboys a little more. They're always playing the, the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, the Eagles on okay. the Eagles in the four spot and the Giants in the six spot. Mm. Um, yeah. So, one second. The two most common appearances are the Cowboys versus the Eagles and the Cowboys <laughs> versus the Giants. And the sixth most common is the Cowboys versus the Commies. That's so ridiculous. It's what an the hell? NFC East heavy. NBC stands for NFC East best, I don't know, channel. Uh, <laughs> this season, the, so the worst all-time winning percentage on Sunday Night Football is the Cincinnati Bengals, who will play their 16th game on Sunday Night Football later this season, they are 2-13 and 13 all time on Sunday Night Football. That is remarkable. Just been getting destroyed. Uh, comfortably, comfortably the worst record 
in the league. Who do they play? Do you know this this year? I do not. Mm. Um, I could look, but I'm not going to. Okay, don't look. Forget it. Uh, commies, very respectable, eight and twelve on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> sort uh, of. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons, slightly more respectable, six and eight. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's Good see. to know. I gotta see who has the best. The Buffalo Bills, seven and one. That's very good. Yeah, Only eight good. games, and the Cowboys played 58? 58 games. That's crazy. 31 and 27 all time. Uh, it's not surprising the Bills have not played any because they were terrible for 20 of the yeah, last exactly. 25 years. So. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised that the commies are high on the Monday night. I feel like we're always on Monday night. We're playing the Bears. We're playing the Saints. We're playing the... I don't know. They always like to throw us. And and for many years, the knock on Monday night is that they didn't get good games. I feel like it's only the last couple of years that they've started to get good games. Yeah, you're totally right. But, okay, great stump, coin. Thank you, Noel. Well done. You could not be stumped. You're a genius. No, I could not. I am a genius. Um. And that's going to do it for another episode of The Ricky Show. The Ricky Show. Um, you can follow us at Ricky Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Coin, where can. can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. C. Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for camera. Camera. Hmm. Camera. Uh, okay. Who's play us out? Play us out... Um, Hank Zach Bryan, <laughs> Hank Williams. Let's do Zane. let's do Hank Williams. What's the song called? Family reunion. Family tradition. Family tradition. Okay. Yeah. Family tradition. Hank. Hanky Dub. Hanky Dub J. My guy. H Dub J. H Dub J. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about on here is oh Lauren. Lauren Before Bobert we go, given a movie theater hand jibber, OTPSJ. Did you see this? Nothing Incredible. better than a hand jibber. Of course, I saw it. Everybody saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who she was before all this. No. I've never heard of her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that would be. We don't even know the guy's name, right? He got away with scot free. No. That's that's how society yeah. works, right? Yeah. We we shame the woman Correct. for trying to get exactly. some action, and we don't even care yes. that the guy pussy. Is, yeah, uh, pussy. letter. Uh, that's incredible, though. Wow, getting caught, getting fondled, and and rubbing some ween in a in a theater, mm-hmm. in a in a in a live theater, right? It was not a movie theater. It was like live a, theater to a live rendition of Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice <laughs> the musical, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, before we go, we got to do a parlay. Oh, Jesus Christ. We almost forgot for the third year in a row, or third week in a row. Um, So I'm kind of leaning. What about our overs? Yeah, I I think that's the move. I think that's the move. Bills, Commies over 44 and a half, and Panthers, who do they play? Seahawks. Seahawks over 42. Correct. That is our uh, parlay. And Hank WJ, play us out. Play us out. See you. Country music singers have always been a real close family. But lately, some of my kinfolk have disowned a few others and me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction.